0: Hey, internet people, I am Renee, and this is Madness! Conversations during COVID lockdown. Our world has become a very different place. Some want things back the way they were. For others, it's time for big change. I invite people to tell me how they feel. Rants, solutions, advice, complaints. This is madness.
1: You know, it's like with President Trump. I don't care who get to be the president because it does not have the effect that people think that he or she has. As you know, and I, you know, to me, the president has responsibilities. Are appointing his cat, appointing his cabinet. Nominating federal judges and people to the Supreme Court, and those are the biggest responsibilities he has that can have an effect in some way. You know,
2: but not just some way because he doesn't he doesn't just appoint Supreme Court justice. He also uh, said, appoints
1: yeah, federal judges,
2: regional, federal judges, That's
1: those are those are that's where his powers are. You know,
2: but but um, while those. Are his powers again? I mean we could go over, but they've gone back and forth with that, uh even though uh, supreme Court uh justice died during the last year of the Obama administration. They said during an election year um uh, let the people decide who the judge is because um because uh it should be up to the people, so if you 're voted out, then you shouldn't be able to pad the um Supreme Court. But then, um, when it happens to uh Trump and it's less than a month before the election, they allow so he got to put in one uh who a, a seat that was open while Obama was still in office, uh, even though because it was a a a, a year for voting, uh a, an election year, but then he also got to put in one a, a third one um, because, it, but this was an election year in with less than a month before the election. So, first of all, that's hypocritical. So, no, um, no, let me no wait, 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 wait. Don't, wait right. let me finish. Let me so finish. So, um, no, well, and I mean, they admitted freely because let's let's be honest. Most of his supporters and most of the people in the Senate were against him. They they the, they called him names. They said he didn't represent. Uh, the Republicans because he was brash, because he was racist, because of all these things. But when he did get in office and he did have his, his, um, followers who he tendered to, he did so much and got away with so much because every time he did something he wasn't supposed to do, they claim the Democrats are trying to redo an election. They're upset because they lost. And they can accept that he's the president now. Now, part of him doing that was taking every aspect of the Universal um, CARES Act to uh, court so that it went up all the way to the Supreme Court. And so he was trying to – he literally reversed everything that Obama did. And the thing is that um, I didn't vote for Obama because, again, I'm an independent. So, um when I have to defend Obama, um, I'm not necessarily happy about it, but the truth is the truth. So um again, the hypocrisy is that um he kept saying that uh that uh when the Democrats uh, uh call him on stuff that he's doing, um and, and his answer is, you know, you guys just are not happy that you lost and you're trying to erase my um my presidency, when that's exactly what he's done with Obama. So he has reversed their, everything that he's put in place. He's taken all the way up to the Supreme Court to reverse it. And so right now, if he were to pass something um, for to get rid of universal health care, I mean, he's already screwed it up because he's won some of them. But now anything that he brings up, even while he's a lame duck, is going to fly. And there are a lot of people who are going to lose their health care because of it. So um, I think that is hypocritical because you can't claim that of someone who was not in your party, um, that when they did it, it was wrong, but then support somebody who's in your party and and say they had every right to do it. That's hypocritical. There's no way around that. And I'm sorry.
1: No, 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 no. no. Okay, now, there's a difference, see. President Obama could not get reelected, right? His time was up, eight years he was out. President Trump has a possibility of getting reelected, okay? So that's one difference between that. Another thing is that President Obama should have leaned on the Democrats to make some kind of deals to get his person brought before, you know. You don't me, think he
2: did? He did.
1: Well, I, I don't think so. The, the, well, why is it that he was able to get two people on and uh, all of a sudden the third one he didn't? They didn't even bring it up. I mean, here it is. You could put pressure on and you said, look, it, it, this it is what brought
2: up. He introduced him. He had a press conference and no, no, introduced no. him. But you also have to remember Mitch McConnell, who um, – that since from the day that Obama was, yeah, was elected, politics, from the first time, they
1: politics, said, that, you know.
2: they said we are not going to right. let anything that he does go through, mm-hmm. and they and and it and again, that's the point of having the three different parts of the parts of the, our federal law is yes. because they're supposed to be checks and balances. So then, uh, when Obama was president, they turned around in the mid-elections. And made uh, Congress um, Republican-heavy, and they said openly and honestly that they they're going to do whatever they can to make him a one-term president, and we're not going to pass anything that he does. And they did that at the expense of the American people. When that is not how our government works, that's not how it was meant to work, that's not how it's supposed to work. Right. Right. Two. So, while this is going on and then he still gets elected to a second term and i mean i have to be honest with you um probably there's a 25% of the people who vote for trump who believe that um they want trump for one of his actual policies but let's face it 75% of the people who support trump are racist and we're not happy okay. we're not happy with the fact that they had a black president for eight years i mean they they openly crucified him i mean they there were racist jokes that were being passed around through the Senate, through organizations you know that ended up being um that ended up being publicized, even people in other countries you know had him dressed as a monkey, and all sorts of stuff. And the one thing and I mean I'm sure you know this, I mean, um it's not as open, I mean I hear people say that about Chicago, it's not as open in the south. In the south you know where you stand, but you know that if white people don't have anything, at least they're better than a nigger. And if you have a Harvard um a Harvard educated black president, then guess what? All these people are at the bottom of the rock. So the the only thing keeping them going, regardless of how little money they had, regardless of where they stood, how many teeth they didn't have, they may be called white trash by other white people, but they were still better than a nigger. For four for eight years there was a nigger president. They were not happy about it. Uh the Republicans uh worked that um uh uh Trump worked at. The first thing he said when he announced that he was gonna run is that, you know, too many Mexicans are coming in and they're racist and they're they're um they're drug dealers and they're killers. I mean his whole platform was 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 um uh was creating a racist base. It I mean I'm sorry it was. And um even now, he doesn't denounce them. And even now, when they ask him if he's going to leave office, um, if he gets voted out, he says, we'll see. you know. And he's told people to stand ready and stand by. He's told people to get their guns. He's told people to take guns to the voting booths and make sure people are voting correctly. He has been running on a racist um, platform from day one, because he recognized that the majority, of the, the majority of the Republican and conservative base was not happy with the fact that for eight years, they had a black man in office. Okay,
1: I guess I can, I guess I can chime in on Okay, I don't think uh, – you said a lot there. Well, you see, first of I know, all, I'm sorry. No, 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 That's cool. No, no, I'm just trying to think of where, where to pick it up at. First of all, you know, the only thing I was going to say about that is that, you know, well, you know, as a pol- political organization, you know, you're not going to do anything if it's not for the good of the country. And you're not going to say anything if it's not for the good of the country. Man, I, I do don't you, want to do you
2: honestly believe uh, that of all your politicians? Do you honestly believe that of all your politicians?
1: But when you
2: mean believe that they're not going to do play politics? No, but they're not going to do something that's not in the best interest of the country. Oh
1: no, 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 no. That's not no no. What I'm saying is that as a politician, they're going to do everything they can to maintain power, whatever party they're in. You know. So Mitch McConnell saying that he was uh, going to try to make him a one-term president, which obviously didn't work. You know, that's to me that's politics. Now because there are some things that President Obama did get done with the Republican, you know, you know, Congress. And that's what it's supposed to be about. I mean, how did the uh Affordable Care Act and all that stuff come about, you know, because of some of that. But you know, it's uh I don't I guess I don't see things as dire, uh, you know, as some folks may see it, and and I kind of look at it a little differently. Uh, I, you know, people say Trump is a racist. Okay, so what? Well, that's you know, who is not, who is, and who isn't. You know, so what? So what? Does it? What does that do for the good of the country? Or what does it do to you as an individual? You know, you, yeah, people say our country is a racist country. Well. You name one country that does not have a class or race problem, you know, situation. You know, wherever you go there, you're going to have those divisions. Does it make it right? No. But they exist. America is not the only country with a caste system based on color,
2: you know. As people of color, I believe we have been failed by our government. We've been failed by our laws. We've been failed by our education. And the middle-class white people who didn't understand how we felt are now starting to feel some of that. Ones who are dying because they find out that the information that the government was giving them about COVID was wrong. The people who um, are losing their businesses because we had no real plan or strategy for this crisis, Uh, even though the, the Obama administration has started putting one in place. Because of, there was a, there was the um, Ebola crisis during his administration, they, the Trump administration dismantled that. And even with that being dismantled, he still could have put something else in place, and he did not. And while Congress is still trying to send out more money, another relief package, uh, not only are the Republicans holding it up, but the president said, yeah, I'm not going to approve it until after the election. It's, so he's holding this country hostage.
1: Now, where did so, you get that from?
2: He said it. Yeah, I can send you the, I can send you the video. I've heard him say
1: that. I've heard him Oh, that.
2: yeah. Okay, no, now. he said that. I can send you the video. No, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm
1: not questioning that. I'm just asking the question because I heard him say it. And I do believe that Nancy Pelosi, they're all playing politics. You know, that's crap. You know, I mean, I don't okay. care how you feel about the president. I mean, hey,
2: the people need the money. Right, but that's the point. They are not sending the money to the people. The bailouts that the president and that the Republicans and the Senate want, they want to bail out large companies. They want to bail out industries. And one of the industries that they already bailed out is um, hospitality. And, you know, him being the first president who didn't give up his, um, sign away his, um, rights to his businesses, when he became president, all of those bailouts with to him. <laughs> he bailed himself out. Let me,
1: permit me to ask you a question when you get a chance. Go on.
2: You go ahead. No, I'm good. Okay. I'm just saying. Now, I'm you, just saying. Know, you
1: know, people talk about President Trump, okay? The man was a businessman. I mean, and they talk about his, you know, the other night, they ask about his China but well, hell, obviously he would have some kind of connection with different banks around the world because he built property around the world. To me, that's <laughs> what. If you are a lifetime politician like you know Joe Biden, Vice President Biden, then obviously you would not have those kind of conflicts. Not that to me they are conflicts, you know. Uh, I, if you are entitled to it, should he have not gotten it if he's entitled to it, or should he should be the one to not get it? That's the question I'm asking you.
2: Okay. The, 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 was it
1: the bailout? That's not. that's the not question? the. But
2: wait, that's not the. That's not the point of what I was saying. And if you, I'll read. I'll I'll give you my point, and then I'll answer your question. All right. My point is the president and the Republican-run Senate wanted the bailout to go to companies and people who didn't need it. Um, They're blaming Nancy Pelosi and um, AOC and uh, the Democrats in the um, House of Representatives because they want the money to go to the people. Okay, they build out industries that haven't lost any money. They build out industries that that aren't losing money, and who fired people. And but these industries are large enough to simply take less profit. They could take the hit and survive. And are you telling me Trump couldn't take the hit and survive? Of course he could. I mean, they just talked about his bank account in China. Well, he just took all this money out, and he paid China all these taxes. But because he changed the tax law, he is not paying any taxes.
1: And, yeah, you know what I'm We have property. It's my country. It's a piece of garbage, just like the president said. It's a toilet, but it's mine. <laughs> I ain't got, you know, I ain't got <laughs> no other country to go to. This is it. I don't want to go nowhere, you know. You know, so this is it. And I think... Uh, It is our, you know, and um, you know people talk, you know, that noise. I said, "Well, let me explain something to you." And you can go back to the 1600s, whenever Britain came here, whenever England came here, I said, "That's when they came. They did the whatever." I said, "But in 1776, there was a war between Britain and the settlers here, you know." Right. Said, and a black man was, uh, you know, black people. Period. Like black, black folks, you know, were part of fighting the Brits. otherwise. The Absolutely. Brits, you
2: know, is, you know. Black people have fought in every American war,
1: right. including
2: so, the War of Independence, by all right.
1: means. Yeah, and I said, so therefore, I say, it is mine. I don't care who or what. As long as there's breath in my body, I will stand and defend those people. I believe. I believe in the ancestors, the people ahead of me who fought for me to get here. You know, I don't give a damn about these political parties. I realize where the Democrats came from and how the Republicans, you know, came out of the whigs to get to where they got to be and all of the fighting to get to that, you know. And a lot of, you know, too many black people don't understand the history of our folks. Uh, When I say our folks, I'm talking about American blacks. Uh, Is that anything that we gain under this damn system, mostly came through the Republican, you know, party. And that's why people say, well, I say, I understand that. It's not the part of Lincoln or whatever. I say, but some of the best people that I've noticed in politics across the years, you know, have been, you know, a couple of Republicans, you know. One of the greatest mayors in this city, as far as I'm concerned, in this country, as far as I'm concerned, was a mayor out of New York City. He was a Republican. John Lindsay, you know, a very good mayor. He, I, when I rate my mayor, Mayor Washington, number one, <laughs> he's in the <his> top <laughs> five you know but Mel Washington is, is by number one Maida Jackson would be number two down in Atlanta you know you know, Coleman Young would be one you know and I give Stokes and hatcher some credit as well And know uh, but uh, John Lindsay is right up in there you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, you know and I think a lot of people don't really and some of the young folks especially don't really understand the history of our country and the history of our people I tell people I said look My people were never slaves, folks. Get that through your damn head. They were never slaves. I said, the American black man or woman may have been enslaved. I said, the people who came from Africa or however they got here, with England or or on their own or whatever, they were not slaves. They were human beings who were enslaved. And that's in every country. Somebody has been enslaved, you know. I said, so I don't let that be you know, a period for me, that is a comma for me to move forward to where I am today. You know, I say, you know, Tulsa is not a period for what black folks have achieved in this country. I mean, Chicago used to be a hell of a doggone town here. You know, I got a chance to see and live some of it. I mean, that was a right. hell of a lot of black businesses. I mean, they were thriving in this town. That's after Tulsa. That's why I say it can you cannot let a tragedy becomes your period. You have to continue to move forward, because if you do, then that's where you are. And I think we got people who uh, keep regurgitating back to a lot of things that they don't even really know, you know, but they, you know, go back and keep, t- well, no, no, Tulsa was uh, was something that happened. We lost people in Tulsa. We lost people in Rosewood. But guess what? Our folks never stopped fighting. They continue to move to where we are today, you know, and it's at this point like we see things are declining in a way in which they shouldn't.
2: I mean, I, I want to uh, simply speak to two to of the things you said. When you say things like you know, Tulsa was a period, and people don't understand what um, what uh, Americans had and did in this country at one time. But the truth is. I mean, your daughters were lucky enough to go to Catholic school. So my mother's side of the family, um well not because my mother's side of the family, but my mother's side of the family is Catholic. So we have no choice. My nieces and nephews and myself and my sisters and my mother. We all went to Catholic school because that's part of our cultural history. And a part of our cultural history, my mother's mother uh was from New Orleans. It was born uh, and raised in New Orleans, and her mother, my great-grandmother, who was alive, uh, uh, we had five generations alive at one time, my great-grandmother was always a business owner. And so uh, my grandparents uh, were all educated. So my mother's mother had a master's degree in science. Mm-hmm. Um, and my uh, grandmother, I believe, had her ma- had her uh, bachelor's in um, teaching. She was a teacher. So I had uh, a grandmother who was a business owner all of her life. I had, I mean, a great-grandmother who was a business owner all of her life. I had um, a grandmother who was a teacher for 30 years and on the board of all of the museums around Chicago. And then I had a mother who was a teacher. And I have an aunt who was a teacher. And then my dad's uh, mother was a teacher. So I was raised with teachers. So, I mean, not only do I know um, our african-american history and 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 that's the other point um not only do i know it um i saw it um i saw the contributions regardless of what was being shown on tv regardless of how we were being portrayed i thought that that wasn't true i saw that in my family what they were what they were showing back at me is not what was going on in my family Mm -hmm. so in that effect the media did not affect me but um When I was in school um, and the kids were in public school, there was no black history. So the problem with that is separating it and having to separate it um, has caused people to believe that we didn't contribute anything, that we were brought over as slaves because we were less than, And when we were freed, we went into the project and we all got on welfare because we are less than. Because they don't know any different. So um, my understanding is in some of these history books, you know, there's one page on slavery. You know, there are several states that have ruled not to even teach slavery or any part of um, uh, Jim Crow, any part of, let's say, Tulsa, which everybody is bringing up now because they've never mentioned that. And a lot of people, black and white, didn't know that those things were happening. You know that there were black communities that that segregation was working because you know there's been a, a lot of segregationists in the black community as well. They're like, if they don't want us, we'll go by ourselves and we'll do what we need to do and we'll take care of each other. But the thing is, when we do that, white people destroy it because again, the same way we had a black president for two for two terms, if you ain't better than a nigger, then what are you? So these towns. Were more prosperous than the towns around them, and these towns were full of people of color, so they had to go. And that wasn't mentioned in the history books because then black people may think they could do that, it wasn't mentioned in the history books. So white people could still uh, maintain the idea that at least they're better than niggers, isn't it?
1: right? So, yeah, so I mean. Things are not going getting better. Things are—I mean, bigotry is worse. You know, before people had a an idea, today <laughs> they don't even have an idea of uh, you know why they do things. They just do it. You know, right? You know.
2: Well, and and again, you well, know, what again? When you talk about media, if you bring social media into it that becomes a bigger problem. So they, for me the two the two issues with social media is that um everybody has a platform for one um and for two and everyone shouldn't have a platform. Uh and for two there are people who um who uh use that platform to perpetuate whatever is in their best interest. And as long as they can find people to support them, you know what i mean? Then they, Then they become um organized and mobilized. You know, before these people, before when it was politically incorrect to be openly racist, these people had to hide. They had to meet in secret. You know what I mean? They were under rocks, and I knew they were still there. And every once in a while, you hear it come out, and they might apologize for it, but it wasn't politically correct for them to be openly racist so since obama has been in office like you said it's okay for them to be openly racist uh but the, but i don't think these people went anywhere or that there are any new people i think for one everybody has a platform so everybody can say what they want to say and for two it's okay to say it If you say it, there are going to be people who come and support you. There are people who are going to say that's racist and you shouldn't say that, but there's probably going to be more people who are going to come and support you.
1: But let me ask you this. uh, Permit me to ask you this question. I know you're the the host. Is it okay for me to be a bigot if I want to be?
2: It's okay for you to be a bigot if you want to be. Right. It's not okay for you to stop me from exceeding
1: that uh, advice. is it okay for me to be because a bigot?
2: Because you're a bigot. It's yeah. absolutely okay for you to be a bigot. It's okay, absolutely man. okay for anybody to be a bigot. And like yeah. I said, I'm not trying to shut these people off. Okay. I'm turning the channel. I've had this conversation with many people. Okay. I believe in freedom of speech. So, like you said, with the media, right, if all I'm seeing is that black people aren't doing much and haven't been doing much and haven't done much and all they're portrayed by, um, uh, all they're portrayed as in their media are, you know, um, criminals, sometimes cops, you know, definitely jailers, or in some sort of service position. When 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 these kids, when all they have is a connection to the media, and in their schools they aren't being taught african American history if they don't see themselves in the history books, you know what I mean, and a lot of these these kids in with this city being segregated or anybody who grows up in a in a in a all black um um disenfranchised neighborhood, they'd never really leave the eight blocks of their neighborhood, you know, and so that's all they know, so they know that unless you are a rapper or you can play ball. They know the people who left the neighborhood ended up coming back. They couldn't make it outside of the neighborhood. You know, their uncle lives three blocks over. Their grandmother lives five blocks over. You know, that's what they see and know. And and outside of that, there's the media. And the media is reinforcing that by all means, you know, which is why um, they're they're, not just the news media, because the news media does that too, but also um, the reality shows. But also regular shows and regular um, movies and TV, you know. Um, they they hired a Hispanic woman to play um, um, uh, Nina Simone, right? And they had to put pads on her because the woman was super skinny, and they put her in blackface.
0: I want to thank all of my internet friends for listening. Check back and find out. Who I'm talking to and what they have to say. This has been Madness Conversations During COVID Lockdown, produced and hosted by Renee. If you'd like to continue the conversation, please check out our social media on Twitter and LinkedIn. And if you'd like to reach out directly, please send an email to podcasting1968 at USA that come.